1: Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of the Storybox. Now normally I only do three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday and Friday and even then it is quite difficult to actually release those three. But I thought I would release this special person's story uh, as a special episode because she is an incredible and remarkable human being and I didn't want to hold back this woman's story because I feel like with what we struggle with today, it kind of puts into perspective a lot of things for us. Her name is Jessica De La Morena and her cancer journey has transformed her and led her to create an empowerment and well-being movement called You Are The Hero. She is on a mission to help people going through adversity, to find strength and most importantly, to find the inner hero that has been there all along. Now, Jessica has been through two uh, cancer journeys. She is on her second one currently, and um, her intention is to reach people with inspiration and recommendations of resources and lessons learned by others at the onset of their personal disruptions to help them shift from being uh, reactive uh, to taking responsibility in their well-being and lives, and therefore actively look for solutions and find the positive opportunities in the situations they are facing. She is a business development and strategy executive in a global company where she also teaches transformational leadership courses and does group and individual coaching. Jessica also loves opportunities to change people's mindsets through inspirational speeches. She is half Spanish and half American, She has traveled extensively all her life. She is also uh, fascinated by different cultures and perspectives that enrich her own experiences and allow for her to deepen her understanding of herself. Now, this is a very different conversation and format to the one that you're probably used to each uh, the other three uh, episodes per week. But this one in particular, uh, we just had a conversation. We just... And Jessica didn't even know that I was going to be interviewing her or even using this conversation as a way to uh, or release it for that fact. So I hope you guys get a lot out of her story because she is truly remarkable. She's on uh, her mindset towards the fact that she does have cancer is one that I found very inspirational. Jessica herself is an inspiration to many in her community and funny story. She reached out to me and I didn't want to keep her episode on the cutting room floor at all. I thought what better way to inspire you guys to help you through your week than to bring on Jessica's story and I wanted to do it as a special episode. Who knows it might be the first of many special episodes just sitting down with regular human beings that Uh, trying to do amazing things and um, so i hope you guys really enjoy listening to the story of jessica vila morena
0: here we are in uh confinement still uh things are still pretty crazy here in madrid uh with the covid um and yeah and then i'm kind of juggling my uh I'm, st- I'm going through treatment for, for my illness and then in parallel, you know, trying to stay away from people so I don't get sick. <laughs> and um, I've managed to stay COVID free all these uh, months. So that's quite a, a good uh, thing. And um, yeah, I've gotten to, you know, this whole thing with, um, you know, it's it's been terrible going through it again. But at the same time, it's, the, it's been what has given me the opportunity to launch my uh, You Are The Hero project. Um, and so, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I think everything happens as it should for a reason. And I, just, you know, I had it pending the first time around, I wanted to do something like this and just didn't do it because of numerous reasons. And now it's like, now's the moment. (laughs) So it's been really, uh, you know, it's not been fun on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's been great to do this project. And, uh, I've gotten to meet so many great people, through it and that's been the best part so, so uh,
2: the project itself so why didn't you yeah. do it before like you said that you had numerous reasons are you able to share what they were
0: yeah i just you know when when everything kind of so i had this radical remission after going through like horrible treatment um and and then i just kind of fell back into work um you know i wanted to I I was really involved in this program that they had at my company. Um, that was a a transformational leadership program. Mm. And I thought it was a great opportunity for me to be able to kind of reach a lot of people and, you know, help them transform. And I think that's the whole point of you are the hero. It's that, um, I think when, when, when people are, are exposed to transformation and to techniques and, um, kind of, uh, you know, people really sharing their story and how they got through adversity. I think that's what really makes the difference for someone to switch, you know, and to really change their mindset and to start thinking, wait a minute, you know, I have the, I have the choice, you know, and how I am I, going to behave and how I'm going to react to things. And I can move from a victim to a kind of a, a more of a proactive role. Um, and so I kind of really got into this program at the, at my company. And so I was getting to transform about a hundred people a month. Um, but you know, I just, I thought that, okay, this is great. Cause I get this whole certification and I get to, you know, get more involved in this way. Um, but it wasn't hundred percent satisfying to me. Um, and I, I think it's probably because it just was limiting, limited in the sense of how much I could really do. Um, and so, yeah, I just, uh, it just, there was just too much. And so also one of the things that I had literally learned in my first, uh, treatment time was that self-care was really important and that I didn't want to take too much on. And so I just couldn't add an additional, you know, an additional big project like that. Um, so this time around, uh, with, with the treatment, I basically just started telling my friends about it and they were just like, you know, we really want to help you make this happen. And so it's been, I've been doing it when I feel more or less good. Now I'm feeling better now because the, I stopped with the chemo about a month and a half ago and now I'm just doing immunotherapy. Um, so yeah, so now, now I'm feeling better, but in the moments where I wasn't feeling so good, my friends were helping me do it. Um, so it, uh, it, it, we were able to manage it. And now that we've launched it, I'm just having so much activity from it and, you know, lots of speaking engagements and you know people are asking me to you know be in podcasts and then I'm reaching out to people to collaborate and so it's just been um really really great really mm-hmm. great so That's I'm so happy great. that it, you know that I was able to do it now
2: That's so really I uh I guess to get some context for people that are listening going back a little bit to your story and what was what was it like for you finding out the very first time that you did have cancer,
0: it's interesting. I think every time you go through uh, something, it has it brings a learning experience, right? So, um, yeah, I think the first time around is just the shock of of something so big happening that it comes out of nowhere. Um, and that uh, that really is it just, you know, the rug is pulled out from under you. You just, you know, don't know what's happening. Lots of confusion. Um and then suddenly, I don't know, I had a a strange thing happen to me, which was that um, it felt like kind of like suddenly it's just everything was up for question. Like, well, anything I had to do, anything I had to um, choose, it just felt like I had all these new choices, no? And and so the first kind of thing that came up was, well, we didn't know what, what the extent of what I had was. And so for a whole week, I was thinking that it was really extended all over because of the type of cancer that I had. Um, and after a whole, whole bunch of tests and, you know, horrible kind of a week long of waiting, um, I found out that it was localized. And so it was too big for surgery, but it was localized. And so it was, it was, it was very interesting because it just completely changed my mindset to be thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm so grateful that there's a, there's something for me to do about this. And so I could really just shift my mindset to, you know, more of a problem solving mode. And so I just started with, okay, what are the treatments that I have to do? You know, who do I need to talk to? You know, I I reached out to other doctors as well because I wanted to get uh, different opinions um, because I have a, it was a rare case. Um, And so through my network, you know, I just, I just reached out to different doctors. Um, I was able to get different opinions and just kind of ensure that what I was doing was what I really thought I should be doing. Um, And so I started taking steps where I was empowered, Right. So even in the context of thinking, okay, like I need to start thinking not only about my physical healing, but what about, you know, my mental well-being, like, you know, is there something I need to work on here? And so I started going to complementary therapies and um, I started exploring really, really interesting different kinds of complementary therapies like hypnosis and biodecoding and um, quantum healing, even though that might sound a little bit out there, but. I tried everything that felt just, that felt okay to me. Um, I was really just kind of quieting myself and really stopping to ask myself, okay, does this feel right? You know, is this helpful? And, you know, just taking it like that. And it was a time of a lot of introspection Um, and I made a lot of changes in my life uh, in a lot of ways. And then, uh, and then, yeah. And then it just, it felt like a very fast, I mean, it was a slow happening, but it just, Before I knew it, four months had flown by and, and I was, uh, I was done. So then I got to have a great, like kind of rebirth, if you will, for a good, uh, year and a half. And then unfortunately, you know, I'm now in this situation where I had this relapse, which, which as you say, when in the second time around is a whole, um, is a whole other situation, um, you kind of relive everything from the first time around. And I think that's what makes it most difficult because those fears that you've been trying to hold back for a whole year and a half of checkups, they kind of come back again. Um, But I'm just trying to keep the same mindset that I had the first time and then really, really focused on, on helping others, you know, that are going through adversity. I want them to really have that transformation happen as well. Um, And I think it's, not only that, but it's it's like a lot of the information that I was getting word of mouth from people I think is so valuable. And so I want that to be more widespread. and And then they'll have kind of an ulterior motive behind the project as well, which is that you know I think that if if people start really becoming conscious of the power they have within them, um, they won't look outward so much and they'll look more inward. Um, and become more proactive and less reactive to things and and again, less victims to things. So I think that can really change society and and I think that would be a great side effect of of all of this, um, as well as helping people shift from kind of an individual you know individualistic perspective to more of a collective perspective and realize that we're all going through adversity, right? We're all going through things that that you know can really shake us. and um, and the question is, how can we help each other and how can we look for the opportunity in it to find something positive and see all the possibilities that there are because there are lots of them, right? Mm. Oh, so, yeah.
2: I love this mindset that you have, have towards something that is obviously, obviously going to be life-threatening or it is life-threatening. And, and I'm curious for you, what sort of answer do you have? have and secondly, do you fear death at all?
0: um the the first question cut off a little bit so I don't know what you asked me um
2: Uh, can you repeat the the question? question the first question is what sort of cancer do you have how aggressive is it and the second question is do you fear death as a result of having cancer
0: um well right now so the cancer has metastasized and so now it's in my lungs um I know it's a kind that can move very fast. And so that's why they have to keep it very much in check. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I have not asked my doctors at all about statistics. Um, I don't read about statistics. I think that was also why you are the hero was so important to me because I, when I went through all of this, I would look online for information and all I could find was just terrible you know, mortality rates and lots of really negative information. And I just don't want to be around that. And so, you know, I don't know how, I mean, I know, I know a little bit because I know, I know it's the kind that that's very complicated. So that's why they are doing everything they can. Um, but I don't want to know more than that because I think that, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm going to heal and I'm going to be fine. And so I think that's, that's what I'm focused on. Um, I'm not afraid of of death. I'm more afraid of abandoning my children, uh, if anything, um, and and of the the um, of hurting. You know, the people around, not hurting, but having people around me, like my parents or my you know family and friends and people who are close, um, you know, suffer. That's the part I think that's the hardest part to kind of swallow. How yeah. have they been
2: able to? How have your kids been able to deal with their mother? going through this difficult journey.
0: You know they they've I think children have just such an amazing way of helping us come back to um to 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 looking at things kind of objectively and when I say objectively I mean free of you know additional stigmas or beliefs. Um so they they have really seen things very naturally. And it's really helped me a lot. Um, so when I say that, for example, like, you know, when I started losing my hair the first time, um, I was very stressed about it. And I used to have really long, a lot of hair and my daughter's my daughter would braid it. And so um, when it started falling out, I was like, look, you know, it's starting to fall out. And I was stressing all about it all day long. And over dinner, I mentioned it. And my eldest said, well, why don't you just shave it off? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I looked at her and I thought, well, she's so right. Like, Of course, that's what I should do, because if it's falling out in clumps, you know, it's what I should do. But, you know, we have all these stigmas attached to that. No, it's like it feels the feeling of losing your hair like that, especially I think for women is very it's very much attached to our identity. Um, And so so it seemed like this really big thing, but, you know, they just made it seem kind of more normal. So, yeah, they, they really helped me a lot along the way. And they have been helpful and continue to be very helpful. Um, it's just hard, I think, from the perspective of more me with the understanding of the possibility of what could happen, and then that's where your you know your monkey mind takes you places where where it's not useful to go, right? Mm-hmm. So I think also a lot of the work I did in the in the first time I had um I had to experience this I had never really meditated before, and I started really doing that regularly, and that helped me so much uh, really start to become more aware of my own thoughts and realize that, you know, I'm not my thoughts. And so I think all of that has been really helpful in, in being able to manage those moments when you have really low moments and to, to really take a step back and observe that that's happening and that it's, it's your mind's doing. So you can choose, right. What you're going to concentrate on and, uh, and choose to focus on things that are helping you not hindering. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So talk to me about some of the The things that you like to focus on. I think you mentioned meditation there for a moment. How has that helped you sort of be in this frame of mind, this positive frame of mind for those Um, people that are, I'm not sure if any of my listeners actually are struggling with cancer battles, but I I have people in my life that are currently struggling with cancer. So I always listen to their mindset and they're always it's it's very deflating for a lot of people. It's a very hard journey to actually go down. So I'm curious for you what does what do you really try to focus on? Like what are some of the things that help you day to day?
0: Um I would say first the meditation is very grounding. Um, I think that that has been something that's just very useful to just quiet my mind and and be grounded Um, and to be able to observe this kind of concept of of um, of the fact that we are not our thoughts. Right. Um, I think the other thing that that has been that is really important is has been to 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 write to journal. For me I think that has allowed me to really get a lot of things off of my chest um, to externalize emotions and feelings and um, you know there's a lot of thoughts that go around in your head and it's just it allows you to just put them somewhere Um, and then in fact when you actually read them or um, you know observe them sometimes I've recorded myself Um, when you listen back, it's like, you, you, you think, wow, that's not even me. Like, who is that person? Right. Um, and so it's, I think it's, that's what actually helps you really see that, that, that those thoughts aren't you. They're just, it's just fears that are just coming up and there many of them are, aren't even yours. Right. Um, and I think the last thing that I would say that is, that was just so important or that is so important is, um, is really just focusing on what brings you joy. Um, and so you want to be in a good place because you want to be able to enjoy your day to day. And what's so weird about when you go through something like this is that, you know, before when, when, when I found out I had this, I felt fine. Right. So I felt fine. And then you go into this situation of feeling pretty crappy because of all the medication that you're being given. And you have to remind yourself that that medication is what's healing you. However, it's making you feel terrible. Right. So, it's, it's kind of this weird thing where you have to also prep mentally every day that you're going to do this and that, you know, you're going to feel terrible, but it's going to help you and you're healing. And so it's like that visualizing that you're going to, you know, that that's going to get better. And, um, and I think it's, it's that kind of having that wider purpose, no, is what, why are you, why are you here and what you want to just make the most of every day. And I think that goes back to wanting to also be in a positive mentality because, I mean, this is the time you have. So even if you have to go through this right now, it's also the time is ticking, and it's time that you should enjoy, right? So um, yeah, you can have your low moments, and it's very normal to have them. Um, and so when you have them, just let yourself have them, and and be kind to yourself. But at the same time, you know, stop and think. Wait a minute. You know, whose thoughts are these? Like, are they really mine? And can I t- replace them with other ones that are more helpful to me?
2: Mm. Um, yeah I think that's that's very wise, because oftentimes our mind immediately goes to the negative. It's almost like it's trained to do that, and we have to kind of stop it and in its tracks before it becomes a belief, because the more we tell ourselves that we're we're struggling, we're hurting, we're in a lot of pain, then, we can form that in our hearts and in our minds more so that it becomes a belief. So every single day we wake up, we're just just creating more negative for our body and our body is an amazing thing. Like it responds to what we actually say to it. And if we're constantly saying, Oh, I can't get up today. I'm too tired because I've noticed that in, in my own life, even more recently on Monday, I was like, I couldn't get out of bed. And I'm like, what's going on here? Couldn't even lift my arms. I was so tired, I was wiped out. And then I kept telling myself, I can't get up, I can't do this, you know. And I just like had to stop and say, no. I I can get up, let me do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I finally got up, but it's like so true uh, what you were saying there. And I think it's, it's good for people to hear that, especially someone like yourself that is going through such a difficult journey. Um I want to go back a little bit to sort of how this how you grew up. You're in Madrid at, at the moment. Have you always lived in
1: Madrid and did you grow up in
2: Madrid?
0: No, so I'm half American, half Spanish. Okay. I grew up half half and half, and then I ended up studying in New York and I moved back after my studies and have stayed in Madrid ever since. However, The, the jobs I've had have, have really allowed me to travel quite a lot. Um, so I've been, you know, all over the place, uh, you know, Asia, Latin America, Africa, all over for work and for uh, personal fun, because I love traveling. That, that was, is one of my hobbies and, uh, one of my pastimes in the last, I say was because obviously in the, in the last year with, with COVID, it's, it's changed dramatically. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I grew up in a multicultural environment. And I think that also has been uh, something that has allowed me to be more open-minded, um, you know, and, and just kind of more potentially aware of just lots of different perspectives and different ways of doing things and realizing that, you know, our thought, just most most everything that comes out of our mouth or that we think is is mostly a belief or an opinion, right? So kind of being aware of that is something that's, that's really useful. <laughs> Because uh, it allows you to really, you know, question things when you're stuck and just say, wait a minute, like I really have a choice with things, no? So mm-hmm. I think that's something that's that's one of the things that, that I probably took away from growing up like that, um, one of the many things, I
2: think. And did you ever see yourself doing this amazing project, You Were the Hero? Did you ever see yourself like
0: in, no. your,
2: in your jobs? And- no, no, no.
0: No, but I'm just, all I'm doing is really just creating the space that I would have liked. And I just, I think I just want to make a difference to both the people that are looking for that positivity, but as well to the people that aren't, because I think that they will be the ones who will be most, because the the ones who, who, who are looking for positivity will find it. And, you know, if you're a positive person and you're, and you're looking for kind of Constructive ways forward, and a you know, in a problem-solving mode, you're gonna find that way out. But the ones that don't are the ones that are stuck in that kind of you know rabbit hole um, of thoughts that are really just dragging them down, and, and they can't see outside. And so, those are the ones, especially that I, I hope that you know will be kind of touched by uh, reading uh, some inspiration or guiding uh, story. That it doesn't matter about what, because what what's so interesting as well that I've found is that. That it doesn't really matter what type of adversity we're talking about, but someone who, who's going through migraines can be helped by the story of someone going through cancer and someone going through, you know, divorce can be helped by someone that has, you know, had a parent commit suicide or whatever it may be. And so I think it, it, that's what's also very powerful. And it's kind of what's this this thread that that, you know, brings everyone together is we're we all are all going through adversity and. Um, and we can all go through that transformation. It just is just a matter of of having the resources and the and the and the capability to actually, you know, see beyond what you're seeing in the moment. So. So, yeah, I just I just hope that it can help a lot of people uh, going through uh, whatever it is that they're going through. And also for those who have gone through it, I think it's very, very um. Powerful to share your story. Um, there's a lot of stigma about about potential, you know, illness and mental health and lots of different things. And I think a lot of people go through stuff feeling very alone because because they don't feel comfortable enough to to be vulnerable. And uh, I think that's also what I'd really like to change with this project too. Is that you know people feel comfortable enough to to be vulnerable because they know that they're in a community that's positive and that's um, you know trustworthy and uh, a safe place mm. and that they're going to be uh supported by by everyone in it no? mm. uh, and that's healing in itself to be able to be vulnerable get it out um kind of release that that process and know that you're helping others it's just such a it's a it's a really just you get a high from it
2: mm. i get a high yeah. in doing this speaking to amazing people even though like it is sometimes extremely crazy. Uh, There's so much to it, but you just put all of it aside really. And you say, okay, I want to focus on this person and and try my absolute best to get to the heart of that person, because that's what's important. And that's what's going to help. I hope someone that is going through a difficult time, someone that is struggling, um and like I love your story because you're so positive even though you're going through crazy things but then you're doing you're paying it forward you're giving people an opportunity to share their story as well and saying you're the hero of your own story as well and that can help someone else that might need it that might be struggling because that's what I love about stories. Like my story is different to yours, yet somehow we're able to relate to some part of it and we're able to relate to the struggle of life. We're able to relate to pains that each and every one of us go through. So like and for those people that are listening, Jessica reached out to me and uh, I was like, how in the world did you find me? all the way from Madrid (laughs) but thank you so much for reaching out um I really really do appreciate it um
0: yeah no it was great I I heard one of your uh podcasts and was really inspired by it and uh and just loved also what you're doing and so I thought wouldn't it be great to connect um I think you also have a a beautiful story to share and so I thought that that might be something that you might be willing to do. Um, and yeah, I just uh, wanted the opportunity to get the word out about You Are the Hero. Um, you know, I wanted to reach as many people as possible. And I'm on, you know, I'm on the hunt for for amazing heroes to share their stories and be inspirational for others. And also looking to, you know, to, 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 make it more known so that it reaches more people who need it so
2: is there one person that you would love to have on your on your website to share their story and promote their story
0: so there's one person that i i did read well there's a lot of people all over the world right but when i first um went through one big adversity some years ago um, I read uh, a story about um, uh, Anita Morjani. I don't know if you know who she is. She, uh, she died and, and came back. <laughs> um, she, she, she was very, very sick um, and she actually died and then, uh, and, and you know, re- revived. And she wrote this beautiful book called Dying to Be Me. Um, and it really struck a chord um, and I've been reaching out to her, but haven't had any luck. <laughs> um, I've been reaching out on different platforms. Um, but I would just love to, I just think she has this great message that she's really, she's now made it her life's purpose to share with the world. And I love that, that she's just taken that on and just the message that she has, you know, about love and a lot of it comes back to self-love. And I think it's, it's just such a powerful, um, powerful message she has, And yeah, I would love to have her story on, um, you are the hero. Um, but I mean, I, again, it's, 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 I mean, I'm sure there's a zillion people out there who have as powerful stories. Right. And, um, and yeah, it's just a question of, of reaching out and getting, you know, letting them know that they have the opportunity to share it here. Um, and yeah, I really think it's just very different than anything I've seen out there because because, as I said, it's it has such strong community values, and that's something that that i I have not found anywhere. Um, and I think that's what really makes a big difference um, in in the way the stories are written. So that's another thing. So sometimes I've received stories where they're in they're kind of, they have like a slight positive piece to it, but it's mostly negative. And, and so I've gone back and written back and thanked them profusely for, you know, being so vulnerable and being so generous, showing their, you know, sharing their story and then asking them some questions like, you know, you know what did you get out of this and how did that help you? And, you know, a bit kind of coaching them to find those points, you no? Know? And I think it's been um, then afterwards, you know, they've come back and kind of added more and complimented their story. And then it's been so interesting that for them to come back and say, wow, you know, thank you so much for, for helping me see it in that light. And I think that's what a lot of it's, and I didn't do anything. All I did was just ask questions, right. Just to help them find that information, which is within them anyway. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, there's so many stories out there and so many amazing people out there that don't even kind of value that inner hero they have. And so that's the point, right? I think we could all write probably eight, 10 stories, depending on what age we are. But I mean, it's just uh, natural uh, life has ups and downs and we go through adversity. And the question is, you know, are you able to transform it into something positive? Yeah, thank you. No, it's definitely helpful. And that's definitely how I operate in general. So I think that, that, you know, you, you knock on a door and sometimes it opens sometimes it doesn't but it doesn't it's it's not a message in itself if it doesn't open it's just maybe it's not the right time maybe it's not the right door (laughs) maybe you know it's not the right question and so it's just you know let it sit and kind of see how it flows and I think when things just you know move forward naturally um it's it's they just kind of flow in the right way and there's something to be said about that too no it's um you need to kind of know that that, that things are going to go at its, at its pace. Right. I'm, and it's very, that's been another kind of big learning for me in all of this is that, um, you know, I'm a, I, I used to be a very, very high paced person. Like I was a high flying kind of executive and all over, you know, and, and, and I, I mean, I had a, I was notorious for just being, uh, doing 20 things at once. And, you know, I was the typical multitasker and everything. And it's like, I've changed so dramatically and just slowed down so much. Um, and it's, it's also seeing like in this project, well, yeah, it just has to go at its rhythm and I can't do more. There are days that I just, you know, I, I'm just on the sofa all day and I can't, I just can read a little bit and that's it. And other days I feel better and I have more energy. And then have to have lots of naps and whatever. And you know what, that's just where I am right now. And that's fine. And it's going to go, it's going at this pace and, and it's the right pace. So I think there's, you just have to also kind of accept that, you know, and I think it's going to, it's going to be, I think as long as it just reaches the people that need it, then I'm happy about it. And, and yeah, I just, I just like it to reach as many people as possible. And so that's also something we're doing kind of with the language, um, because I'm half Spanish, half American, I wanted to make sure that it was also in Spanish. Um, because I think here in Spain, there's a lot less content of this, well, of, of this type, there isn't content anywhere, but I think that here particularly it's really needed. Um, and so, yeah, I've been, you know, if I receive a story in English, I'll translate it. Um, and then, and as you were suggesting, uh, recently, people have been some people have been more open about sharing their story publicly, um, not anonymously. And so I've been doing kind of little interview, not interviews, but kind of more of a chat where we're getting into more detail of kind of those tips and tricks that really helped someone go through the, their adversity. And so we've been doing those uh, weekly. Uh, and those have been really great. And yeah, just, I mean, you just can't imagine the types of heroes I'm uncovering. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's been really great, really great experience so far. And I hope it it just grows and grows and grows and it helps as many people as we can.
2: It's very exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to actually see the trajectory of, okay, you started something and to where it goes and I hope that I can help in whatever way that I can with my ability uh, albeit very limited <laughs> to try and, no. yeah, try and get this this out there to as many people as I possibly can. I need a team <laughs> but it's just yeah, this is me at the moment so
0: well, maybe you need to start putting that out there and and it'll start uh, and start asking for it. I'm willing to help you.
2: I can't put that on you that's that's my thing like i'm I'm too I want. I want that, but I'm also very careful how much I can put on to someone But I'm, I'm here to serve. I'm not here to take at all. Like I want to serve you, your mission, everything that you're doing as best as I can. I don't like, I have a problem with receiving stuff, <laughs> uh, receiving uh, kindness. But um,
0: Right. But don't you think that's interesting? So in a sense, you know, Part of your mission. I mean, you're doing, but your mission is your vision and what you're also putting out there, right? So it's it's you're putting out a wish and a, and a vision of what you can do, you know, with your res- with the resources you have yourself, etc. But you put that wish and that vision out there, and then others can come on board and help you accomplish that, right? And so, I mean, I think that's that's pretty um, powerful in itself it's we're not just limited to what we can achieve ourselves we're we're putting out something that's much bigger than ourselves and so i think that's the other thing i found in this project is that that i just started talking about it and it's incredible how many people and like i I said at the beginning you know i have these close friends that have that have wanted to make it happen and they've just been here with me all along and it's just more and more, it just keeps, you know, people keep coming and how can I help and how can I help? Well, you know, you just also kind of have to be open to that and realize that, that you're not just what you can do. You're, 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 it's your creativity and your perspective and the vision that you're setting.
2: I think you're right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I, I guess I've got uh, the mission and the vision of the Storybox. So i I need it to be at a particular level, and I don't feel like it's there yet. so once I do feel like it is there, then I can sort of release the reins a little bit and say, okay, we we can yeah, we can bring this person on board more to help me out to release some of the stresses and all that sort of stuff. but i I know that's not it's probably too soon, so I know that time is coming to be a, a little while away but until that time I'm going to do the very best that I can with the very limited time that I do have because people I know that I work as well <laughs> like it's more like a side thing um and when you speak to people on a regular basis right it's not a negative thing at all it's a great thing and I'm blessed to be able to do it it weighs on you mentally like if you're doing especially with the amount of conversations that I have in a week there's you've got a for it, sometimes you gotta be very focused, be very present, and your mind is like it's sap, that it saps all the energy from it. So I'm always mindful, like how much. And I have a I have a problem as well with doing too much as well. Like I just go a bullet a gate. I bring on project after project, person after person, and I'm like, hang on a minute, i gotta slow down a little bit because my health is gonna suffer. I don't listen to my mom. <laughs> She's always telling me, like, you got to slow down, you know. But I do it because I'm servicing my vision, that, that, that vision that I believe that God gave me at the very, very start. And it's a commitment that I made to this project, to helping as many people as I possibly can. And I'm not going to stop until each – I'm um, just never going to stop. Like I'll keep going for as long as God enables me to go, and then if I if I uh, if I just drop in the process, and I'll know that I've done all I can, because I don't want to go out with the knowledge of what if I could have done this, I could have done that. I'm just going to keep going until I just yeah done everything I could, left everything on the table. Mm.
0: No, I, I absolutely understand because I think we're we're very similar personality-wise, I think, from what, what you're saying and from what little I know <laughs> uh, from this conversation. Um, what I've been experimenting in the last year has been to do the complete opposite, is to let go. And I'm so amazed by by how many, how big things you can do letting go And not pushing and pushing like I used to and not pushing. I say it in the, in the night, not pushing in a negative way. No, but it's just advancing and, you know, being very like, I want to get all these things there and I want to achieve this. And, you know, um, and a lot of it was also in the space of, of, you know, wanting to help in different realms. Um, but there's something to be said about, uh, about stepping back and kind of letting go and putting the vision out there and then starting to move because things around you help you do it. And if you're the one constantly stepping up to do it, or in my case, what I, what I learned was that, that by constantly being the one stepping up to do it, I wasn't allowing the help around me to come, to come through. Mm. And that has been quite a, uh, a learning process because it's become just a lot more fun and a lot less stressful um and also obviously i have a uh something else going on in my life that's that's you know that that reminds me of the uncertainty of life um but indeed it it really has uh, shown me that that it's very possible to do things big things in a different way um, and actually to get to do them with others, which I think is also part of the, the beauty in the process. Um, it just makes it more fun. Mm, I love that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like it's, yeah, i I've, I've still got to – I still struggle with acceptance. Like, it's a daily process that I'm learning. It's, I've become better at it. But the more I speak to people like yourself, the more I hear stories, of people that have learned to just let go and let be uh it's more inspiring so like i, I still need it like i'm, I'm only a human being like I, <laughs> i'm not infallible to any of this so i uh, appreciate your your wisdom your story and i, I guess i want to ask you my favorite question because i know you do listen to the show and uh, my all time favorite question, I feel like it it fits perfectly here. Um, And yeah, so imagine with me, okay, you have beat cancer's butt, you've done everything you wanted to do, you've been able to reach the age of 100. I think that is definitely possible. All your friends and your family have decided to put together a film for you of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done, don't ask me how in the world they got it all. We call it magic for the sake of argument. Being able to get it and show it to you on your hundredth birthday. What do you want that film to say and to show about your life?
0: Wow, that's that's a <laughs> it's a deep question. Um, I would say that if it really showed that I was present and helpful and supportive in the right moments, then I will be, uh, I would be pretty happy about that. Right. And so to do that, you have to be mindful, um, and be present when those people around you need it. Right. Especially, you know, your kids and your, your family and friends and whoever is important to you. Um, but I think that is the main thing, but in doing that, you're just, you know, helping, helping others. I I think that's what I I probably would see most of. I think I'm generally a pretty thoughtful person and I like and I like to be thoughtful with people in a personal way. Um, and so I think also that's one of the things that has been so great about this, the You Are the Hero project has been that, you know, in people coming to me individually, kind of like to like they come to you, right? Um, you get to really have that conversation and make an impact um, individually and really see that that person. And so here, hopefully, I don't know, if I, if I, if I really dream big and hope that this reaches 700 million people all over the world, then that would be amazing. Like that's what I would like to see on my hundredth birthday. (laughs) Um, That and that those around me that I care about um, feel that I've been present and, and um and supportive of them oh thank you so much it was so great to hear back from you and i hope that we can continue speaking and i'm looking forward to hopefully you sharing your story with me and uh with hopefully the rest of the community and yeah it's been great thank you so much jay